This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Listen, all you New Yorkers. Taxi. This is the 77 WABC minicast. And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, some not-so-surprising news, but it sounds like a dose of reality coming from New York City Mayor Eric Adams, who just a little bit ago admitted that the migrant crisis meeting that he had in Washington was not worth, I guess, the quarter that it cost him. He didn't have congestion pricing. It would have been a lot more at that point. But he says that it was fruitless, that, quote, help is not on the way. That is a really alarming message because, of course, he was saying he was going down to Washington, D.C. to plead and hopefully get some federal aid to help New York City with the migrant crisis. And at the end of an unrelated news conference that he had, he said, I did not leave with any optimism and believes that he left with the cold reality that, quote, help is not on the way in the immediate future. That is not a good sign. And obviously, you could tell by even some of the mixed messages about the meetings, because at first there were reports that he was going down maybe for big meetings at the White House. Then we heard that there might have just been a holiday party where he might run into somebody down in D.C. And then it got back to maybe there were some meetings. So it's still a little unclear who he met with. We do know that he did meet with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and also Hakeem Jeffries, the minority leader there in the House. But again, saying, well, this could have been done in New York, according to one source close to Eric Adams. And you could tell, by the way, that they have been treating him that it wasn't going to be productive. I mean, remember the last time he was going down to D.C., his main fundraiser got raided by the FBI. And then they stopped him on the streets, full-blown, and said, uh, can we see you, Mr. Mayor? We want to get your phones and your iPads and look for everything. So this has just been a mess from the beginning. And it comes as we're also hearing some new numbers that at least 150 Thousand illegal migrants have now crossed through New York City. That is a big, big number, and they are keeping on coming. It also comes as in the last few days, we have had the highest number of people to cross our U.S. southern border in American history. 12,000 crossed on Tuesday of this week alone. And we have heard in the past where different secretaries of Homeland Security said, boy, if we have one or two or 3,000, that's a lot of them. Now there are as many as 12,000 in one day. And by the way, in just the last month and a half or so, there have been almost 500,000 of them that have crossed our U.S. southern border alone. That doesn't include the northern border. That doesn't include a lot of them. So this is a real mess. And again, the big headline tonight 
is that New York City Mayor Eric Adams saying after his meetings in Washington, he has no faith that help is on the way. He does not feel like this was productive. Let's go to our callers. Let's go to Mordecai in New Jersey on line two. Mordecai, your thoughts about all of this. Hi, Rita. I hope everything's going well with you. Um, I just wanted to quickly say, you know, look, um, you guys, I know you guys have the recordings because I hear it all the time on your station. Eric Adams started out by saying, uh, you know, this is Greg Abbott's fault and racism, this and this and that, and, and that, you know, we're a welcoming city, sanctuary city, the same thing that Murphy did in New Jersey. It's not a pro- it's not a big of a problem as it, he- as it is here in New York, but um, look, he dug his, he dug his own hole himself and now he has to dig himself out. I mean, he knows from those two uh, surveys over the past couple of days, his approval rating is at 28%. And then we, you and I both know that the 28% that approve of it are the ones that want to see this country burning. So those are the people that say he's doing a great job, but Well, and and by the way, when you say he dug his own hole, I agree with you because he was telegraphing out there, hey, come on into New York City, come one, come all. And then he complains and says, why are they coming? Well, they're coming because they get the freebies and the word is passed around at the border that they get the freebies. And look, I'm glad he's at least sounding the alarm. A lot of these blue city mayors aren't even sounding the alarm. Uh, But I also think that clearly... The White House doesn't want him to sound the alarm. They want him uh, to be quiet. Uh, they don't even seem to want to even meet with him. It doesn't sound. I mean, the fact that he went down there to speak with two uh, New York lawmakers who he knows well, he could have just picked up the phone or met with them in New York. Uh, they're in New York, by the way, now. You know, they travel on the weekends. It's not like he needed to go down there. Uh, and clearly, and if you looked at his schedule, it kept changing and switching and all that stuff. So even he didn't really know what to expect, who he was even meeting with. So don't put it out there that you're going to go down there unless maybe they said he was going to meet with them and then they pulled the rug out and said, oh, no, we're not. They did another what they did the last time and sort of switcheroo on him or a surprise-a-roo. Uh, what do you think happened here, Mordecai? Because it's like like we couldn't get a straight answer on who he was meeting with and when because uh, I think he probably wasn't getting a straight answer, Mordecai. I think that he thought that if he went over there because he's the mayor of New York and he waited in someone's office or whoever he was going to meet, that somehow, some way, he would get the answer that he was looking for and he was uh, very rudely awakened and very sadly mistaken. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but it did. Yeah, uh, by the way, that was a good rhyme. I'll, I'll, def- I'll, give, you, I'll <laughs> give you that, Mordecai. Thank you. I agree with you, by the way, too. Uh, I think that that was part and parcel of what uh, he thought would happen. And maybe he thought, okay, if I go down there again, or who knows, maybe they're like, hey, come on down. And then, oh, no, we're uh, going to embarrass you again. Because they don't like the fact that he's even sounding the alarm, even though all of us would like him to be sounding it a lot more. Uh, let's go to Al, line three in Yonkers. Al, your thoughts about Eric Adams saying help is not on the way. Yeah, hi, Rita. You know, uh, this situation with Mayor Adams going down to Washington and uh, the uh, President Biden and his inner circle telling him basically that there'll be no financial support coming, uh, it reminds me a lot from the mid-1970s when then uh, Mayor A. Beam went down with you, Carrie, to meet with Gerald Ford and his inner circle and asking to uh, for a bailout with the fiscal crisis. Right, yeah. And they didn't help him at all. And it probably definitely cost him a second term, meaning A.B. 
So what do you think are the political repercussions for Eric Adams in this case? I think it's uh, too premature because it's his midterm. And even though his the poll had him... Uh, you know, doing poorly among New Yorkers, his base was still solidified, uh, black African-Americans. So he's still got some time to regroup. Yeah, I do, too. And I also think uh, a lot of people are wondering how much of this that's happening to him is a result of the White House not liking him for speaking out. Um, some of it just seems a little too odd, like that they would kind of play with him on this one. And they clearly, I mean... What when you want to go after a mayor of New York and you want to get his iPhone and you want to get, you know, his iPad, all of his devices to see who he's in communication with. They're going after his fundraiser. Um, If that's the case, you don't have to embarrass him in the middle of a street, a busy street. It was when he got out of some event. Uh, They could have like called him or they could have showed up in his office privately or something. I mean, it seemed like it was a very public sort of embarrassment, like they're trying to send a message. And so for all of these reasons, um, it seems a bit heavy handed, but orchestrated, if you will. And now here he's going down again. And I would I would think he wouldn't go down if he didn't have something that he thought was set up because it sounded like at the press conference earlier this week that he thought everything was all set up. And then suddenly, like the next thing was like, well, he's just going down to meet with Chuck Schumer. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 